Fan Morning Show. Mark Caballi joining us at 9 o'clock. Fan Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Doran off today. Paul Zeiss in for the next couple of weeks. So excited about that. Brock Purdy said in the we, – we played the clip in the last segment, Paul. I feel bad for my head coach. That's who I feel bad for. Meanwhile, Shanahan, he said he feels bad for his players, so there's that whole deal. Here's why he shouldn't feel bad for his head coach, Paul. I'm going to read this. This is from The Ringer. Okay. Chris Jones, defensive lineman, Kansas City Chiefs. We talked through this, talking about overtime, for the first two weeks. How we were going to give the ball to the opponent. If they score, we were going for two at the end of the game. We rehearsed it. The Niners did not do the same. Multiple San Francisco players said after the game they were not aware that the overtime rules are different in the playoffs than they are in the regular season. Eric Armstead, defensive lineman, said he learned the details of the postseason rule when it was shown on the Allegiant Stadium Jumbotron during a TV timeout after regulation. Kyle Juszczyk said he assumed the 49ers asked to receive when they won the toss because that's what you do in the regular season (laughs) when a touchdown wins the game. Quote, I guess that's not the case. I don't really know the strategy. Dude, it was bad when Kyle Shanahan said we wanted to make sure we got the third possession, and he said his analytics team told him that before the game. Yes. It's even worse now that not only did they do the wrong thing, His players didn't know the rules. Right. Here's the paragraph. Prior to the game, Shanahan said him and his analytics staff discussed discussed overtime possibilities and decided that with Patrick Mahomes on the other side, it would be best to take the ball first because that would mean they also got the ball third in the event both teams match points on their opening possession. Shanahan says he felt good about it. What I can't live with is when I do stuff that I didn't plan on doing or what I didn't do, and I second, and then I second-guess myself. I'm proud of what we did as a coaching staff. <laughs> what are you talking about? So, the only way you get the third possession is if you match the first possession, and the only way you match the first possession is if you know what they're doing. And you just heard it there from Chris Jones. If Kansas City had <laughs> the ball second and San Francisco had scored a touchdown, they were going to go for two. There was never a chance that San Francisco was going to get it a third time. You know, some coaching staffs will get crushed, Paul, because well, they didn't have a plan. Shanahan had a plan. It was just a stupid plan. Yeah, I mean, again, it doesn't even make sense. Does that make sense to you? No, you can't you can't you cannot plan for well, if these two possessions go perfectly the way we think they could, we want to have the ball for the third one. No, no, no. You you plan for what you know is going to <laughs> definitely happen. But but again, Going with Kansas City, right? By 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 getting the ball second, they're giving themselves the option to try and win the game. Like you can't go for two if you score first. You can't really go for two. I guess you can. Be kind of weird to do that, but I would appreciate that more than what they did. At least you'd be saying, you know what? We know what they've got. We're gonna go try to put up eight. Right. Like that, okay, It's I would think it was stupid, but less stupid than what they decided to do. Well, the thing about it is, they kick, yeah, they kicked a field goal, but you don't, like you said before, and this is the most important thing when it comes to overtime at that format. If you know what the other team has done, now you get the ball, you're in four-down territory. It changes your play calling completely. doesn't matter if you're on the tw- your own 20, 
your own 30, you know you got four plays to get a first down because you're not punting because if you punt or, you, you know what I mean, you don't get the first down, the game's over. Yep. So you want to give yourself that opportunity. And you also want to know when you get to the 10-yard or where'd they get to, like the 8-yard line or whatever it was, and now it's 4th and 6th, guess what? I need a touchdown. You want to know that. And the only way you know that is by giving the other team the ball first. Fourth and four at the Kansas City nine. Not, yeah. Not, Fourth and four. Right. You're absolutely going for that. And right. you've got Christian McCaffrey if they'd have used him. You know what this Shanahan is now the more I think about it? Again, he's a good coach. He's a good coach. If he had Patrick Mahomes, they'd probably have won multiple Super Bowls instead of Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy to take nothing away from Brock Purdy. He's a schemer, man. That's what this guy is. He is a scheme. But, and you read things and you hear things about how he sets things up with his play calling. At times, he's a good play caller. But in the biggest moments, he pees down his leg as a play caller. He's a scheme more than anything else, this Kyle Shanahan. And scheme only gets you so far. You either need to have the guy, or if you are the schemer, you've got to be an elite play caller, and the moment can't get too big for you. And with him, it's gotten bigger for him than anybody probably in the history of the game. Yeah. It's 28 to 3. He's the OC. He blows it. They're up 10 against these Chiefs in Super Bowl 54. He blows it. They're up 10 again in this game. He blows it. The guy comes up small in the biggest moments. No, he absolutely does. And the thing about it is, it is amazing. It is amazing to me when I when I like listen to him say, "This is what we talked about before the game." Like, this wasn't even like he choked, you know? He choked at the biggest moment. This is what they planned on doing. Yeah, he choked at the breakfast buffet I mean, when they were talking about it before the game. What are we game. talking about? It's just amazing to me. It really is amazing to me. Like, it's like everybody, everybody's killing him. But to your point, the fact that his players didn't know the rules. Was it Donovan? I think it was Donovan yeah. McNabb that got killed for that. I mean, got you know, got ripped for that. Because he didn't know the rule. But how can you not have your players with two weeks to prepare every single stone unturned with your players in terms of, look, this might happen. This might happen. That might happen. The overtime rules, you need to be spending a half hour on that at some point in these two weeks. In a full team meeting, here's the rules. Here's our plan. Here's why we're going to do it this way. It's stupid. Here's how. Here's what we're going to do. Here's why, though. And they didn't do that. Right. Which is why I'll say it again. Kyle Shanahan, he's had a lot of success in this league. He's also more scheme than anything else because great head coaches have their teams prepared for moments like that. Absolutely, they do. I mean, it is, uh, it is just it's amazing. And here's what's funny. Here's what's funny. This guy here. Is is taking us to the woodshed on this Twitter line on the, on the, on the uh, text line? He apparently doesn't know the rules have changed because he's saying the same same thing. He's like, "What? What the hell are you two talking about? The first team has the ball in overtime, scores a touchdown, the game is over." Uh, no, no, that's the regular no, season. No, that's rule. the regular season rule. In fact, they explained it last night. I, I know that in Major League Baseball, you're going to get different rules in the postseason, right, for extra innings. Uh, I believe. I don't know. The Pirates haven't been there. Do they in, the in hockey? They do. I mean, so the, it, it's in not the like postseason. Do they put, a, put? They don't put a guy on second, do they? In the postseason, I believe they do. So in the postseason. So I'm showing my butt a little bit there because the Pirates haven't been there. But you know, in hockey, they're not going to play three on three. There's not going to be a shootout. It's not like this is 
only the NFL where the rules are going to be different. Your guys need to be schooled. And not just for the Super Bowl, man. Like, they should have been schooled on this for each of their previous two games. Another texter, again, blaming an offensive coordinator for blowing a 25-point fourth-quarter lead is strange. Call a couple of runs, and the Atlanta Falcons beat the Patriots. And not just that. They were snapping the ball with like 15, 18, 20 right. seconds left on the playcock. It was completely, 100% play calling. Yes. That, that that really led to all of the problems that the Falcons had in that thing. So this is annoying. By the way, by the way just so you know, yeah. the runner is not put on first base. Or okay. The runner is not so they put change on second it too. base. They change it in the postseason. I was thinking I, of the pitch clock now that I think about it. I, I'm looking Sorry, at well. it right now. So yes. it's not like it's this thi- Oh, well, the NFL is the only postseason where things change. No, it changes in all of them. Right. All right. So this got me mad just from a principal standpoint. When there was the terrible call, the terrible decision by Pete Carroll to have Russell Wilson throw the ball instead of handing it off to the greatest goal line runner of this generation, (laughs) I was mad in principle. I was also ticked off because I hate the New England Patriots. So here's the question. Now that the Chiefs have won so much, now that they've won three championships with Reed Mahomes, and we see Tyreek Hill going off, or not Tyreek Hill, uh, Travis Kelsey going off on his coach, do you hate the Kansas City Chiefs? Are they an unlikable bunch to you? Are you getting tired of them? 412-928-9370. We can talk about that. We'll after. talk about that coming up next. Hit us up on Twitter. Brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Who Needs a Restart? Presented by locally owned Restart IT Services. Expect more from your IT company. Go to, re, go to callrestart.com. I need a restart after all that buffalo chicken dip I ate. I think if Kyle Shanahan had to do it again. Well, it sounds like he'd do the same stupid thing in overtime. It sounds like he'd say, ah, we'll take the ball. But really, he needs a restart. Yeah. I'm asking this question now, though, Paul. I'm very interested to hear where you come down on this. Because I know people around here hated the New England Patriots very early on into their dynastic run. Because they had beat the Steelers in 01. They beat the Steelers in 04. The Steelers snapped the Patriots' winning streak, also in 04. Uh, their 21-game winning streak on Halloween night when Ben hit Plexico Burris on that big play. And so there was that rivalry there. There's no rivalry between the Steelers and the Kansas City Chiefs. They don't even think about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not at all. But I wonder, I want your answer, and then we want people to chime in at 412-928-9370. Are you, are you done with the Chiefs? Have they won enough now? Are the personalities annoying enough now that you go, oh, okay, enough of these guys? Where do you come down on that? Well, I'll say this. Um, for the Post-Gazette, I write a column every week called Zeiss is Right. It's an NFL column where I write about the NFL. I I guess it was last week or the week before, wrote 10 things that are more obnoxious than Taylor Swift about the Chiefs. <laughs> so that probably tells you where I come down on it, right? Starting with the fact that they stole, you know, they stole my favorite team's chair, the the tomahawk chop, right? They Let's, stole that. They stole it. It's a, it's, it's a Florida State chair, right? Let's start there. Let's start with the idiot brother of the quarterback, the idiot wife of the quarterback, right? And can I tell you another thing? How many more shots of Andy Reid's mustache with, like, snot and stuff frozen on it do we have to see every I, – I, I get tired of that, too. I mean, seriously. And then, of course, Travis Kelsey, who two years, two and a half years ago decided he was going to turn into um, this WWE-like character, you know, who just screams and yells and says all kinds of stupid things. I mean, 
I can't stand it. I've, I'm done with it. I, I and, and Mahomes, I used to love, and obviously he's the greatest. I enjoy watching him play, but he's such a whiner now. He, he did. cries and whines now about every single call that doesn't go his way. He's whining all the time about this. And you know what? Did you watch that? Uh, did you watch that documentary, Quarterback? Yes. I realized watching that, he's kind of a jerk. Like I'm, I don't like him. I mean, you know, his wife is really unlikable. He ain't much further behind her. He's just a little bit more polished at hiding that. See, I'm so tantalized by his talent that I can't dislike him. I can't. Like, Brady Brady did it at an elite level, but the way we always saw it get done. He was a drop-back passer. He'd pick you apart. He did it with his brain as much as his arm. And I just hated the Patriots because of what they had done to the Steelers. <laughs> and he didn't... He, I respected him. I do still respect Tom Brady, but I didn't go, oh boy, I've never seen a quarterback do that on the football field. That's how I feel about Mahomes. Like, even yesterday, they had the design rollout to the left hash. He turns, flicks the ball out there, 45 yards on a dime to the opposite boundary. Right. That kind of stuff you don't see people doing. So his talent makes it so that I can't hate him. I, I, so long as the Steelers I don't aren't hate in contention. Him. I just think he's, I'm just annoyed by the Chiefs right now. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of people, and they're chiming in on the text line at 412-928-9370, agree with you. I, I can't get there with him because of his brilliance. Uh, Travis Kelsey, the Taylor Swift thing, I don't mind that either. I've long had a crush on Taylor Swift, Paul. Huh. Forever. I have, I actually, Taylor Swift doesn't bother me. None of that, none of that Taylor Smith, none of that bothers me at all. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, we get blown up. I can't believe they cut the hurl. What they want? You want to see some fat slob eat nachos in row three? Again, I'd rather it, see it, her. It, it doesn't bother me at all. It really doesn't. The real reason, though, Paul, that I do not have Chiefs fatigue, is because with every passing accomplishment for Patrick Mahomes and every passing accomplishment for Andy Reid, the debate becomes stronger. Who's better, those guys? or Belichick Brady, and any chance I can see where you could twist a knife into those pompous jerkwads <laughs> from the Northeast, I like to see it it twisted. Because they thought, oh, Tom Brady is the best ever, and no one will ever touch him. And I don't want that to be the case. I want them to have to deal with those debates. That's what, hey, as long as the Steelers aren't really in contention, they can rack up as many as they can, because I don't want to see the Patriots jerks have those records. Well, I mean, I, I think I think the thing about it is I don't know how you could not love watching Patrick Mahomes play. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'll get it. If he's on TV, um, really, if he's on TV, I'm going to watch the game. There's no question about it. I just kind of, you know, wish they would lose a little bit. I just saw a stat, Paul. It popped up on my ex account today. Only three times in his career has Patrick Mahomes team lost by double digits when he started i mean it's just, they're, they're competitive in every single you, game i'll tell you another one if you look at his uh postseason right now uh, last couple games it hasn't happened but if you look at his postseason do the number of times his team scored 30 or more in the postseason and then compare it to brady or manning you'll be shocked in fact i think he has more wow i think he has more I'm serious. I mean, his, it is a different era, but even still, yeah. But it, but but in the playoffs, things tend to slow down, yeah. and it's harder to score, and the defenses are, you know. But I'm pretty sure if you look at the number of times his team has scored thirty or more in the playoffs, he's 
done it more than Brady did. And he's 28 and, you know, only right. six years in. Six years in. And his six years are better than Tom Brady's first six years where both guys won three Super Bowls because he's been to the championship game every single year and he's gone to the Super Bowl four times. Right. I, I can't get enough of him. The more they advance, I just want to watch that guy play football more. As for Kelsey and him yelling in the ear of Andy Reid, you know, there's a long list of players in NFL history that if they did that, absolutely, the conversation's only about that. Imagine if Terrell Owens did that. Well, I, we don't really have to imagine, yeah. but if he did that, yeah, if he was on not, that team and they won, he'd still be getting killed today. Not just yelling in his ear, but bumping him that way and yelling in his ear and, you know, all that other stuff. How about if Antonio Brown did that? Right. Could you imagine this station, if he, if Antonio Brown did that to, to Mike Tomlin, right, or whatever, or, or whoever his receiver coach was or whatever, could you imagine this station for one week? Wall to wall. That's what we would be talking yep. about. Antonio Brown. People would be talking about kicking him off the team, suspending him, this, that, and the other. And, and I think what happens with it is a guy like Travis Kelsey, is, we've decided, you know, oh, well, that's his persona. That's just him. It's it's amazing how we give you know that a pass when it comes to a guy like Travis Kelsey. And it's like, well, he's competitive. He's hard-nosed. He's this. He's feisty. Whereas when it's Antonio Brown or T.O. or one of those guys. It's they're a cancer. Yeah, they're a cancer. They're selfish. They're, it's, it's the same exact thing. Well, and Brady would get away with that stuff, too, you know, because he was the GOAT. But whenever he would scream and yell and bitch. At, his, at his, moan, all his players. Right, or, or at his offensive coordinator, he would get, you know, it, it would not be the same kind of criticism. I'll say similarly, Travis Kelsey to Patrick Mahomes, even though I think he's a – you know, I want to use strong language here. Even though I think he's a real abrasive jerk at times, you know, he's played a full season's worth of games in the playoffs more so. And his numbers, if they were put up in a regular season, it would be the greatest season by a tight end. Like if you, if you just took his playoffs, and so you're talking about the best defenses, the best competition too. We're talking about two of the best postseason performers ever in Travis Kelsey and in Patrick Mahomes. And so when there's greatness, I always I like the storylines of I'll be able to tell my now three-week-old daughter, oh, I got to watch those guys play. I like greatness. I, I like to see yes. the dynasty teams really do things that we've never before seen. When you look at Patrick Mahomes, if his team, if, 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 if he's on TV, no matter what else is going on, if you're going to watch, you're going to watch to watch him play. There's some guys that are, you know what, I'm going to watch this guy to play. But, again, watching some of the documentaries and seeing how he carries himself, I, I, I'm not really a big fan of him. So we'll put it out to you then at 412-928-9370. Do you have Chiefs fatigue? Do you find them unlikable? Do you maybe even sports hate the Kansas City Chiefs? 412-928-9370. You can also chime in on the text line, which is brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Rob on Chicago's on the line. Many more to follow. Are you getting Chiefs fatigue? Do you hate the Chiefs? Or do you just, like me, like to see them win because it twists the knife in Boston fans' heart or back? Rob in Chicago. How you come down on the Chiefs, Rob? Thanks for calling. Crowley, good morning. Thank you. Hey, man, I'm totally annoyed with the Chiefs. I'm <laughs> burned out and then some. I'm tired of Kelsey, who's an attention whore. And all his 
all his baloney. I'm tired of tell uh, uh, Mahomes and his wife and his, you know, his son acting stupid. So did you want but you I wanted San Francisco to win yesterday? Then obviously, right? I wanted San Francisco because I'm tired of all the all the disrespect that Brock Purdy gets from everybody. You know, he's in a very quarterback friendly offense, but he's still going to execute the plays and make throws, and he just gets no respect. Well, you're right, Rob, because his numbers are better than those of Jimmy Garoppolo before but, him. I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that the Steelers aren't going to beat the Chiefs anytime soon. I mean, you got Andy Reid, who's Luke Skywalker, and we're stuck over here at Fred Flintstone making drawings on games. Uh, we're not going to beat them anytime soon. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate the call. 412-928-9370. See, I'll go the other way about the Steeler, from the Steelers' standpoint. The Steelers are so – they have – they're so far away from it. I guess I'll put it this way. They have such little say in the AFC – that it doesn't bother me that Kansas City's racking up all these wins. Right. I, if the Steelers were getting road graded by them and you thought the Steelers had a chance, like if the Steelers were the Bills, I would probably hate the Kansas City Chiefs. If the Steelers were the Ravens in their spot right now, I would probably hate the Kansas City Chiefs. But the Steelers can't beat, they, they did lose to them in the playoffs a couple of years ago, they can't beat Buffalo. They can't line up an AFC team, they would have beat the Steelers this year. Yeah. So I actually go the opposite way with that. Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing, the the biggest thing with the Chiefs is, and and they're not there yet. So Steeler fans are still okay with it. Is if they get what? What do they have? Four Super Bowl cha- trophies now? Maybe who? Kansas City. Yeah, they yep. have four, four. Right? They won Super Bowl five. I want to say. Yeah. So if they get one more, so if they get one more, then they're in the category with the 49ers. Well, wow, we don't want them to win. You know, six. We, you know, what I'm saying. And I know a lot of people feel that way. Once the Patriots did it, yes, I went. Well, that sucks. We okay. don't have our thing the, the anymore. The Steelers are no longer the only team with six, so well, who cares? Here's the other part. The Steelers deserve to be passed up. Yes. You know, that's the other thing. I think in this life, you reap what you sow. The fact that the Steelers have been sitting idly by on their hands for the last seven years and changing Here, next to nothing, they deserve getting passed up by by another franchise exactly. like Exactly. As, as someone said last night at the Super Bowl party, you know, I was like, well, aren't you concerned that the 49ers are going to win, you know, their sixth Super Bowl? You know what he said to me? No. How about the Steelers add to their total when we stop talking about all these other teams? I'd love to hate these teams. (laughs) I'd love to hate San Francisco. I'd love to hate Kansas City because the Steelers are there, but they're not. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Outside of the Steelers, is there anyone that you would love to see get their Super Bowl ring? Buffalo and Detroit, I would have liked to see play for it, I guess. You know, I don't – again, I don't mind the Chiefs. I like twisting that knife in Boston. I'm saying – you know what I mean? There's some people say, oh, you only root for your own team. But, like... I feel bad for Bills fans. I would love the Bills to get one. Yeah. I don't care. I know that, you know, I would love to see the Bills get one. Bills or Detroit, if you wake <laughs> up today, you'd have felt good for one of those teams, you know? And I'll tell you, know? you who else I was rooting for, and I know this is going to get me in hot water here because people hate this guy, but I was rooting for Joe Cool. Joe oh. Burrow. I love Joe Burrow. Oh, okay. Joe Cool. See, I don't mind. Once the whole ver- perfect thing went away, like yeah. I don't mind them. I thought you were going to say Joe Cool, Joe Flacco. No. Because no. that, that no. they as long as suffering as Browns, Browns fans have been. Yeah. I don't want them F-M. ever to win it. No. I don't want the Browns to win it. I don't want John Harbaugh to ever win another one. Um, you know. You know, part of, part I'll of tell you is, another one, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But that squirrely little guy that coaches the the, the Dolphins, I don't ever see, want to see that guy win one. Uh, what's his name? I forget what it is. McDaniel. McDaniel, yeah. yeah. 
I could live without him winning one. I want him to win because when I look in the mirror, that's what I see. <laughs> <laughs> I just see saying, scrawny little white guy. But, 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 but my point is, he's a guy I could live without seeing. But if, 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 if it's not the Steelers, I'd like it to be the Bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... <laughs> and here's the thing. I would have rooted for the Lions this year, but I feel like the novelty of them being the lovable losers, it's off, so now I don't care if they win it or not. This was their chance. This was their big. This is their, They were the story of the year. This was their, you know what I mean? It really might have been their chance, too, with Jordan yeah. Love being a guy now, right? That's what I mean, and now you, you know, so. The best, the best NFC championship, this is off the board, but whatever. The best NFC championship for me would have been if Green Bay had to go to Detroit. If Green Bay had yeah. finished the job against yeah. the 49ers, yeah. and they would have had, it would have been like a bloodletting. That place would have been unbelievable. <laughs> With the team that always got you, you're the favorite, and you've got a chance to go to the Super Bowl. But alas, we Could didn't Could you imagine get it. if the Bills did play the, the Lions in the Super Bowl? You know, I, I said that would have been great right, from a Cinderella standpoint, but you almost need it to be, you know, one of these lovable losers against the juggernaut. Like Detroit versus Kansas City, the team that always wins versus yeah, the one yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, I could see that. You know who never wins prop bets? Me. <laughs> I won one bet last night. I know that you you actually made money last night. We'll talk about that in some of our foibles and some of our successes, few and far between as they were. We'll do that coming up next. Mark Caboli is going to join us in studio in the 9 o'clock hour. I do want you to vote on our Twitter polls, at underscore Adam Crowley, brought to you by P.J. Fitzpatrick, home improvement, trust PJ.com. Did the Niners lose the game or did the Chiefs win the game? And was Super Bowl 58 a good game or merely just a good finish? We'll talk about that with Kaboom coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. Fan Morning Show is brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. Mark Caballi lurking around. He's going to join us for the 9 o'clock hour. An interesting report from NFL Network about the Steelers quarterbacks. We'll get into that with him starting things off at 9. I won one bet yesterday, Paul. Wow. One. That's it? One bet. And it was for the Chiefs to win the game. I had Chiefs plus two. <laughs> that was my bet that won. You I had the over. Can, they, wait, can we not kick the extra point, Paul? <laughs> Let him kick the extra point, please. I'm surprised because didn't they used to? That used to be a rule they had to kick it. I don't even remember. I think that used to be a rule that they had to kick it. If, now now they, they don't have to. I'm sure many of you out there know the total was 47 and a half. Right. And it didn't move all week. Right. Or all, all two weeks. And what was it? 46, right? 25. It was 47. 47. Yeah. So... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Now I would have gotten rewarded for bad for bad. It would have been bad process, right? Because obviously I missed the way that the the regulation was going to get played. But I had Pacheco over sixty eight and a half. No, <laughs> I had McCaffrey parlayed with Pacheco touchdowns. No, I sprinkled a little bit on a Scorigami. No, I had Kansas City defense or special teams first touchdown because Brock Purdy does like to throw some turnover worthy balls. No, I had Kelsey. Touchdown? No. Yeah, he didn't score. So yeah, I, I went had, one for eight. I think I had I I literally had like twenty eight bet, prop bets on this game, which is incredible. At, at the end of the day, when you just like have all those slips and this and that, you're throwing through it, looking through it, and at the end of the day, it was like I actually have like eighty or ninety dollars more than <laughs> what I, what I bet on. Can I just say I love the idea of you having bet slips? Yes. And not just doing it on your phone. No, no, no. I don't like I, I go down to the, the, the – I like to have it. Some old school. I like to slip. Yeah. And, and also, so here's some that hit for me, though. Yeah. Which, honestly, I bet this one every Super Bowl, and it hits every Super Bowl. Over two and a half quarterback uh, – over two and a half players to attempt a pass. That hits every time. 
Because in the Super Bowl, you know there's going to be a flea flicker or some end around or some Philly special type play. There's always one. So that hits every time, and it hit last night. I even doubled down on it and said over two and a half players to throw a touchdown pass. Because generally, if you're going to throw one of those plays, right? And you're you gonna, got it. You're going to throw it. And, and, of course, that one that one hit for me. How about real quick? How, wait. Christian McCaffrey catching that ball and, and went zero to 150 miles an hour in like yeah. half a second. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say I also had over first touchdown scored over uniform number 20. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, I hit that That's one. That's a good one. That, I hit that what one. What were the odds on that, if you I, remember? I, I forget what it was, but I, it was actually pretty good. I mean, well, it's like it's like 110 to 100 because it's either over 20 or under 20. Yeah. And in this game, you got to think about it. Mahomes, but I was thinking it was going to be McCaffrey or Kelsey. Right. So I'm like, they're over 20, you know, and it wasn't, but it was one of the receivers, I think, from uh, from uh, Kansas City or who – or no, the San Francisco receiver. So it was – I'll tell you another one that I bet Adam almost every year, and quite often it hits over three and a half field goals total in the game. It hits a lot. Those were those were some of the ones that I hit on. I also I I think I I think I hit under under four and a half sacks. Mm. I think there was four sacks in the game. Well, I'm happy for you. I should have sat down with you beforehand, and we could have we could have done it together. But 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 yeah, the uniform number one is. I bet that one. I every love year. that one. I love the over two and a half <laughs> guys to throw a pass. Yeah, and a touchdown. Yeah, because if you were, if you're gonna throw the pass, you're going for the kill. Absolutely. Like that's the oh, we better pick up a first down here at midfield. That's never. And how the that thing works. about it is the the over two and a half players. Maybe it's like plus one seventy five or something. Mm-hmm. Over two and a half to throw a touchdown. I think it was like 750 or something like that, plus 750 or something. So my thing was, I'm, I might as well go all the way in on that. Hell yeah! You know, so that was those were some of the so those were some of the ones that hit. I also had um, the I had a tease actually, 49ers in the over, and it hit obviously because it was so. It you brought been, the you brought the total so down. I had, I had the 49ers plus four and a half, and the total at like 41 or something. So. That one hit, too. I think the Chiefs over... I think both teams had the same total. The side total at 24 and a half. And I picked the Chiefs to win the game. I should have taken the team total, too. Because it was going to take more than 24 to win. Stupid Crowley. Well, I'll tell you the other one that... um, um, Actually, I didn't even check this one. Where's your slip? I I don't see you rifling through your slips. No, but I, I didn't even check to see if I won this one because... Here it is. Are you ready? Kansas City rushing yards, 130. I won. Yeah, Mahomes was running a, a little bit there uh, at the end. Oh, I had that was another one I had. Uh, Purdy and Mahomes to combine for more than 50 yards rushing. That one hit. But here's the other one I hit. Just looking at it now. Uh, Kansas City rushing yards, 130. I had what's the what's a higher total? Kansas City rushing yards or Boston Celtics uh, points? <laughs> uh, Boston Celtics points against uh, the Heat. The Boston only scored one ten. So, because the Heat usually play decent defense, so I was like, you know, yeah, and, and San Fran got one ten rushing. Kansas City got one thirty. You would have pushed if it were either of those teams, right? It was it was the Chiefs. So that one I hit too. So actually, um, now looking at it, 
I might have actually made a little bit more money. Someone texted in and said your bet tickets must look longer than like <laughs> CVS receipts. <laughs> yes. This have... segment brought to you by, sorry, South Hills, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram Route 19, and Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. All right, we'll, we'll continue going down some of Paul's prop bets. It'll take the rest of the show. We got Mark Caboli coming in next. An interesting report from NFL Network on how they're going to handle the quarterback situation this offseason. That's on the way. Fan weather is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks today. High 49.